Another coffee shop? No, not at all. Burlap and Bean is a family-owned and operated coffee house. What's the difference? Well, for starters, the ambiance. You walk in through the front door, and the first thing you want to do is flop onto their overstuffed leather couch. From your comfortable seat, you'll notice that the walls have been richly painted with the warm colors of fall, and host local artwork that rotates monthly. Sit back, take a deep breath in, and let the fragrant aroma of freshly roasted fair trade organic coffee beans roasted on the premises waft over you. Can you feel the stress of your day just melting away? Thursday night is open mic night from 7 to 10 p.m. There are always various forms of self-expression ranging anywhere from comedy, spoken word, poetry, music, and the occasional tap dancer. Burlap and Bean is transformed from a cozy cafe into an intimate music venue each weekend. Every Friday and Saturday night, you can enjoy a live acoustic concert. Get there early as seats are first come, first served. For more information, visit their website at www.burlapandbean.com. Welcome back here. Start of the fourth quarter. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds here with you. Tigers Radio Network. Tigers down 14-0 as Conestoga now has the football. Second down and six from their own 36-yard line after Marble Newtown just missed on a fourth down play in the corner of the end zone to Joe Vegzo from Tommy Davis. Yeah, we were saying at the break, Greg, uh, it was an excellent throw by Davis. Just missed Vesco. By, I mean, we couldn't say it was a far side of the end zone, but... Uh, See if the Tigers' defense can make a stop here. Conestoga moving right to left. They got three wide receivers and one back in the backfield. Now a guy goes in motion. It's a pitch to that motion man to the near side of the field. Tigers trying to stretch him out. He's got about three or four yards before he's knocked out of bounds at the 39 by the Tigers. Tigers outside linebacker there did a great job of stretching that play out. And Rosanio um, did his job coming up and making the tackle there and bringing up what we will be a third down for Conestoga. And that's exactly what it will be, third down and three from their own 39-yard line. They've been fairly successful tonight on third down. And uh, I, I'd expect more of, of uh, Burton for pi- the Pioneers as he's been fairly fairly solid all game. Big down right here for the Tigers' defense, trying to get Conestoga's offense off the field. Trip receivers far side. Shotgun for Viviano. Burton in the backfield with him. And Burton looks to step up the block. Viviano looks to throw. He steps forward. A flag is down far side of the field. This could be holding. Viviano takes off. He crosses the 50. Sidesteps a man at the 40 and then runs out of bounds at the 33. But flag is down far side of the field. We might have holding. Yeah, that's what it, that's what it looks like, Greg. So that may be all for naught. Tigers are right there to make that uh, play. Bring down Viviano. But uh, he broke away. Might have been due to that holding. We will await the official signal as the officials discuss. Flag is down at the far sideline at the 39. So the side judge called this one in. We go to the head official. Illegal formation. Conestoga. Less than seven on the line. Five-yard penalty. Replay third down. So there it is. Illegal formation on Conestoga backs them up however they were able to drain some clock on that play regardless so it kind of hurts Marple Newtown anyway but that brings up third down and eight from the Conestoga 34 yard line Marple makes a stop here they force Conestoga to punt so this is huge let's see what they can do here five wide receiver empty backfield shotgun for Viviana Viviana takes it 
Three-step drop. He's looking. He's looking. He's got some time. Now he's going to pull it down and take off. He's got some pressure. Sidesteps another man. Crosses the 40. Looks like he's got a first down. He took a hard hit, though. And he is slow to get up. He does have the first down. Nice move there by Viviano. Looks like he, he was stopped on a third down. Made a nice little sidestep and picked up the first down. Then got walloped there by a Tiger defender. Getting uh, a little slow getting up here. Same move he made on that long run. And Viviano is coming out of the football game. So obviously shaking up. That will bring in Ethan Zhu as the new quarterback. Tigers should stack the box here. We don't expect anything but a run. Too wide to the far side. I form Burton and Cook. It's going to go to Burton. Good call, Steve. Burton is brought down after only a couple yards by number 44, Parker Moss. Moss was thinking the same thing there, Greg, and he came, filled, filled the hole, and made the tackle there. And now, after that play, Viviano checked out. He will come back in now. Second down and six from... They're on 48. Ten minutes on the clock. Time is not on the Tigers' side. They need to make a stop here and get the ball back. And they only have two timeouts the rest of this game as well. DeStefano near side. Dorsey far side. I-forms Cook and Burton. Viviano under center. Movement along the lines. It's hard to tell. Both sides jumped. It just depends on who jumped first. Looks like they both jumped at the same time, Greg. Usually when that happens, uh, it's on the offense. But I think they're discussing whether or not if that defense forced the movement from the offense because you have a split second as an offensive lineman to move if there is an encroachment. Before the snap, false start, offense. Five-yard penalty, second down. Coach Brogan can't be happy here, Greg. Uh, all these penalties... For this offense, who's been doing a great job all night, but these penalties have kept Marple Newtown in the game, and Marple needs to capitalize on this drive. That's right. The Pioneers have let Marple Newtown hang around to this point. It is second down and 11 for Conestoga from their own 43. I formation, two wide receivers are split. Viviano, handoff to Burton. He's going to look to run. He's hit at the line of scrimmage, leans forward for maybe a yard, but Marple Newtown does its job. Good job by A.J. Cunningham for the Tigers, staying home for the cutback and tackling the Conestoga runner, um, number 32, Marcus Burton. So that'll bring up third down and 10 for Conestoga from their own 44. Big third down here for Marple Newtown. They need this football back as quickly as possible. Yeah, Greg, this is huge. Another third down for Conestoga on this drive, and Marple need, they, they have no choice but to make a stop here if they want to compete in this game. 8.46. Three wide to that far side. Viviano out of the shotgun. Burton back there to help protect. Shotgun's taken. Viviano rolls a little bit far side. He's got Stefano. Flag is down. Looks like a hold. Stefano made the catch for a first down. That's, that's coming back, Greg. Parker Moss broke three on the right side, and he got held. So, 8.31. I mean, for Conestoga, every extra play they get is an advantage at this point, too, with that clock situation. Yeah, it's also true, Greg. And it is a holding penalty. It is the initial signal. They are going to back them up 10 yards from 
the spot of the foul. If they decline the penalty, it would be a first down, so they're obviously going to take this one. Still awaiting official word. Here we go. Oh, offense. Ten-yard penalty. Replay third down. So it's third down and very long. Official number is 27 yards to get to that first down marker and it is at the Conestoga 27 for the Pioneers. Um, Steve, from a player standpoint, coaching standpoint, typically you'd see a run just kind of milk some of that clock, I guess. Yeah, I I would say a run, but you never know with this Conestoga team. Shotgun, three wide. They've thrown every time out of the shotgun. And they will do so again. Viviano Parker Moss blitzed immediately. He flushed Viviano out of the pocket, and he's just content to run it out of bounds. Uh, not really a smart play by Viviano there. He run a slide, but uh, he saw a defender there. It's your instinct run out of bounds, and they punt the ball away. So that'll bring up third down and 27, or fourth down and 27. They will punt the football to Marple Newtown, and Mike White and Rosanio are back to return. We have yet to see a kick or punt return for a touchdown this year for Marple Newtown after last year we saw one in the first game of the season. This will be the time to do it, Greg, right here. Down by 14 in the fourth quarter. Let's see what can happen. Punting is the Stefano. He's at his own 12 to punt. The Stefano's punt. Spiraling line drive. Hits at the 48. Hits a Tiger. Looks like it's going to be a fumble. The beanie is out. It is Conestoga football. As it hit Nick Rhodes in the back. And a tough break there, Steve. That's tough. As as a guy running down the field, um, blocking, let's see. Yeah, it's a fumble, Greg. You, you never know. You don't see that ball coming, and it hits you in the back of the leg. Knuckling low-line drive. Hard for a defender to see where exactly it's coming down. Um, and for the sideline as well, the way that angle is. Um, so a tough break for Marvel Newtown. So the defense will have to go right back on the field after they made a huge stop. Dorsey near side, receiver. Far side to Stefano. I form Cook and Burton. Quinn in the slot. Viviano. Three-step drop. Pump and go. Far side of the field. He's got the Stefano. He makes the catch and steps out of bounds at the 18-yard line for the Pioneers. And a nice uh, pump fake double go route by Conestoga there. And uh, Viviano makes a great pass to number two, Angel Stefano, who's been uh, all over the field tonight making catches for Conestoga. Uh, good read by Viviano as the Tigers were up in press coverage this time. And earlier in the game, they ran a, ran a hook. This time, the routes run well and the throw is good. And they just beat the Tigers on that one. 8.06 to go, fourth quarter. Three wide, I formation. Viviano under center. Cook and Burton are in the backfield. Viviano, three-step drop. Looks to throw near side. He finally gets one off. It is caught by number 25, Josh Lovey, who slides down at the eight-yard line. The Tigers have to be careful here. Um, you know, down by two touchdowns. Kind of so he's still passing the ball here. And... Uh, Another holding call, Greg, so not helping out Conestoga whatsoever, stopping the clock. So did not see that flag come in, so 
One can venture to guess how Conestoga hurt themselves last week based upon this week. Hold. Offense. Ten-yard penalty. Replay. First down. I mean, you see this many holding penalties, Steve. you got to think that the defense is at least getting in there and making it tough for that front seven of the offense to make blocks. Yeah, defense is doing their job uh, the second half as well. Some in the first half uh, on these pass plays. And Conestoga's been holding them and it's been shown with these penalties. Lovey near side with Dorsey to his inside. To Stefano far side. I formation, Cook and Burton. Viviano under center. And it's a quick handoff to Cook, the fullback, who picks up three yards. Content to run some clock here. Quick trap play to the number 30 of Conestoga. Um... And Tigers do a good job there of making the play. But, as I said, uh, time's on Conestoga's side here. So they'll take their time in the huddle, get up to the line of scrimmage, and wait till that play cocks at two, uh, one seconds left, and uh, run a play. We won't be seeing any of that uh, modified hurry up uh, at all here in this fourth quarter for Conestoga. They break huddle. Second down and 24 from the Tiger 33. Two receivers on the near side. Lovey and Dorsey. I formation, Cook and Burton. Look, Viviana, three-step drop. Throws the Dorsey near side. He makes the catch at the 26 and brought down. Conestoga still passing here. And Marble Newtown doing a good job uh, making the play. Joe Vesco, uh, senior captain, in on the stop. Bring up another third down for Conestoga. And uh, if Marble wants any chance of uh, you know putting some points on the board, making this any type of ball game, they, they need to come up with a stop here. Some sort of stop, fumble, interception, anything will help Marple Newtown. A turnover to be great here, Greg. Third down and 17. Marple Newtown down 14 to nothing to Conestoga, who is slowly draining the clock here now. And they go trips to the far side. It's Dorsey. Then Lovey, and then on the far, far side of the field. And now a timeout by Conestoga as offensive coordinator Chris Gicking comes out to talk to his side. And with the timeout on the field, you're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. Back to live action here, fourth quarter. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds with you. Timeout on the field. Do you love a great hamburger? Then visit Zach's Hamburgers at any five of their five Delaware County locations in Aston, Crumlin, Folsom, Havertown or Media, when you go there, bring your Marple Newtown ticket stub with you for 10% off. You can check out www.zaxburgers.com. Fabiano out of the shotgun. Three wide receivers set. An official helping a receiver there with his jersey. 
Viviano takes the snap out of the shotgun, looks to throw far side of the field. He's got Stefano in single coverage, makes the catch, far side of the field down and out of bounds at the two. Beautiful throw there by Harvard-bound quarterback um, Viviani, Viviano, excuse me there, and uh, right there. <laughs> Six oh nine to go in the football game. First down and goal. For Conestoga at the one, and clearly, no offense, Steve, but Viviano's going to Harvard, and you're not. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. Makes <laughs> me feel real good. It's okay. It's a tough name. First down and goal. Burton a handoff. Touchdown, Conestoga. Just bringing a little light humor to the broadcast here, Steve, as we await the extra point from Taroni. <laughs> Kick is up and good. And with that, we have to go to break. You're listening to Marble Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. (laughs) Hey, Tiger fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly Soft Pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack. And you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds here with you. Conestoga leads 21 to nothing. 6.04 left to go in the football game. Updates from around Delaware County. Innerborough over Penn Charter. 29 to 14 at the half. Taroni to kick. White, Rosanio, and Binder back to return. Marble Newtown moves left to right. Stoga right to left. Taroni. And there's a kick. Received by Rosanio from the six. He's got some room that hit hard at the 21 yard line and brought down. Uh, tackle made right there by Conestoga player Dylan Quinn. 5.57 to go in the game. Marble Newtown down by three touchdowns, so. At this point, a very difficult and steep hill to climb for the Tigers. What you at least want to get out of this, Greg, is uh, you see your young junior quarterback uh, make some nice throws and see if you can establish some type of run game um, and see if you can, you know, get rid of this goose egg on the scoreboard. Degzo, far side receiver. Rosanio and White in the backfield. Binder under center. Movement by Hamilton on the line. Flags in. So that'll be five yards to back up the Tigers on this one. Full start. Offense. Five-yard penalty. First down. So with 5.57 now, it'll be first down and 15 for the Tigers from their own 17-yard line. And Steve, uh, as you mentioned, uh, 
Tigers just trying to get on the same page here and, and see what they can do and heading into next week. Davis under center. And Davis hands off up the middle to Mike White. Picks up 10 yards and brought down at the 30. So that should be a 12-yard pickup. Pritchett in on the tackle for Conestoga. And it looks like Mark Newtown right there ran a guard trap to Mike White, junior running back, who ran up the middle for a good gain and uh, setting up a second down and short for the Tigers' offense. 5.30 remaining. Second down and three. Davis takes the snap. Fakes underneath in the end around a binder. Gets the first down, crosses the 35 and brought down at the 40. Nice sweet play by uh, Ross Binder running around the end to the right side, picking up a Tigers first down close to midfield, right about at the 40-yard line. And let's see if uh, Coach Junta uh, puts the game into, uh, puts the ball into Tommy Davis's hands and see if he can uh, air it out a little bit. First down and 10 for Marple from their own 40. Davis, quick handoff of the middle to Mike White. Breaks a few tackles and then finally brought down after a six-yard gain across the 45 to the 46-yard line. Another handoff to Mike White right up the middle on a belly dive. And Marple getting close to midfield here. It would be nice for Marple to put some points on the board. Um, down by three touchdowns here with just under five minutes left. 4.35 to go. Second down and four from the, their own 46 for Marple Newtown. Davis takes the handoff, gives to Rosanio. He is met at the line of scrimmage and brought down by three Pioneer defenders. Number 30 and number 54, Conestoga. In on the tackle, Scott Hirschman and Nick Prestopino. And another sweep to uh, Rosanio in um, to the left side uh, for no gain, or a short gain, I should say. Third down and four. For Marple Newtown from their own 46, Fezgo near side receiver, Hamilton far side. Two men in the backfield, one as a wing back. Davis under center. Davis looks to throw. It's a quick throw to the outman, Hamilton on the far side of the field. He makes the catch. First down for Marple Newtown into Stoga territory. So a good pass there by Davis. Number 20, Alex Silverstein in on the tackle for Conestoga, but not before Tommy Davis steps back and throws a strike to Craig Hamilton for a first down. A nice three-step drop for uh, Tommy Davis and puts a nice ball into Craig Hamilton's uh, breadbasket. Hurry up offense for Marble Newtown. Davis takes. He looks to throw to Hamilton or Vesgo near side. Receiver makes the catch. Sidesteps a couple men, but there's four pioneers there. Close to a first down taken down at the 35-yard line of Conestoga. Good route by Vesco, getting open and uh, getting some yards after the catch to bring up a second down and short. And Tommy Davis doing a nice job, and as well as the offensive line, giving him some time to step back there and uh, make some plays. 3.14 to go in the football game. Hurry up offense for Davis and the Tigers. Davis again, three-step drop. Got good. It's going to go deep to Vesgo. Near side, intercepted at the goal line for Conestoga, and bringing it out is number nine. Brendan Kane again, second interception of the game for Kane. Conestoga takes over with 2.57 to go in the football game, and that'll be all she wrote officially, or unofficially, for the Tigers. 
Uh, it's a shame. Tommy Davis, a uh, young quarterback. Hopefully he can put this behind him. Two uh, interceptions right in the end zone pretty much, Greg, um, on those fade routes. Um, safety coming in and uh, picking them off. But hopefully he can put this behind him going into next week against Haverford. Uh, but this game is still not over yet um, in terms of time-wise. Um, but Expect a lot of Marcus Burton right now. Yes, and let's see if this, this uh, Tigers defense can make some stops. Uh, it'd be nice if they can try yeah. a few things. Yes, you can't you can't give up here down three touchdowns under three minutes. You got to still play for your pride. Viviano under center, I formation. Cook and Burton in the backfield, near side to Stefano, far side. Dorsey the receivers. Viviano, handoff to Burton. Gets to the line of scrimmage and brought down as he falls forward for a yard. And tackle. Made by, looks like number 68, Captain Corey Power. Or excuse me, A.J. Cunningham. And as you said, Greg, expected a lot of Marcus Burton here. A heavy dosage of him as Conestoga looks to run out this clock up by three touchdowns. And certainly for Marple Newtown, uh, a long season still left to play at this point, so... Looking to always learn something and get better, even if you're down three touchdowns with little time left to go. Hand off to Burton again. Gets a couple yards, and he stopped again. So good pressure now from the Tigers. Yeah, Tigers doing a good job not giving up, knowing that this game is pretty much out of reach under two minutes to go, down three touchdowns. They're still playing for pride and uh, making some key stops here. Still have to play the downs, and obviously uh, stranger things have happened. Uh, fumble, couple fumble returns, you never know. It's uh, a long shot, but certainly always a possibility. I like your optimism there, Greg. Um, <laughs> I love to be optimistic as well. So <laughs> you never know, you're absolutely right. So it's third down and four. One thirty to go in the game. Eye formation, single receiver near side to Stefano. Viviano gives it to Burton once again. Runs up the middle, he's got the first down across the 30, and that will probably be the... Last play in this one. Tough break for Marble Newtown tonight. Uh, coming out here on youth night at home. Second home game of the year. Honoring Coach Junta. And uh, they, they just couldn't get it done. They had some nice drives. and uh, But really got hurt on the run game, surprisingly. As um, Conestoga is known for passing. But they did do um, a decent job covering uh, these Conestoga receivers. Under a minute now. Victory formation for the Pioneers, who will go to 2-2 two and two on the season. Marple Newtown will drop to 1-3. and three. Probably have to run one more of these, depending upon when the spot comes down. It's 46 seconds, 45 seconds. Officials taking their time on the spot. Like I said, may have to do one more here. 36 seconds when the ball is spotted. Greg, I wouldn't expect any uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneer. <laughs> uh, New York Giant action here, trying to uh, blow up a victory formation since this game is uh, out of reach for the Tigers. Certainly uh, a controversial week in the NFL for many reasons, uh, that being one included, but the officiating in the NFL has been very uh, dreadful, to put it short. Final snap of the game, it is over. Conestoga is going to win 21 to nothing over the Tigers. They move to 2-2. Two and two. The Tigers drop to 1-3. and three. We will be back in a moment with a recap of this one. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Another coffee shop? No, not at all. 
Burlap and Bean is a family-owned and operated coffee house. What's the difference? Well, for starters, ambiance. You walk in through the front door, and the first thing you want to do is flop onto their overstuffed leather couch. From your comfortable seat, you'll notice that the walls have been richly painted with the warm colors of fall and host local artwork that rotates monthly. Sit back, take a deep breath in, and let the fragrant aroma of freshly roasted fair trade organic coffee beans roasted on the premises waft over you. Can you feel the stress of your day just melting away? Thursday night is open mic night from 7 to 10 p.m. There are always various forms of self-expression ranging anywhere from comedy, spoken word, poetry, music, and the occasional tap dancer. Burlap and Bean is transformed from a cozy cafe into an intimate music venue each weekend. Every Friday and Saturday night, you can enjoy a live acoustic concert. Get there early, as seats are first come, first served. For more information, visit their website at www.burlapandbean.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds here with you. End of the football game. Conestoga wins 21 to nothing here at Marple Newtown. And uh, a tough one for the Tigers, Steve. And this one uh, had some opportunities and just couldn't seem to uh, capitalize. Yeah, Greg. Um, yeah, Greg, you're right. Marple, uh, you know, had a nice couple drives in the first half, especially that one where it ended in a fumble. Yeah, you really can't turn the ball over in games like this. Uh, it really hurts you, especially in uh, the opponent's territory when you're going in to score, uh, put some points on the board. So that really hurt them. But I would say uh, a big play in this game was that uh, fourth down play uh, where Tommy Davis stepped back, um, surveyed the field, and uh, saw Joe Vesco in double coverage, but placed the ball right there, just maybe a little out of reach of him. Um, they complete that ball. That's a touchdown. It's a whole different ball game. It's a seven-point ball game. They have a lot of momentum here at home, uh, but didn't happen, and uh, they go on losing uh, 21-0. Yes, uh, you're certainly starting to see uh, the chemistry begin to develop between uh, Davis and his receivers, and uh, Vesgo was able to make a huge catch there, and unfortunately Tiger's just unable to capitalize, and that's the difference, I guess, uh, between a, a more senior-laden team in Conestoga than Marple Newtown at this point. As we mentioned, it's a very young Tigers team, uh, but still a very talented Tigers team. Yeah, Greg, um, you have two ju- juniors really running this offense. If you look at it, uh, Mike White playing fullback, who's done a nice job all year, and uh, Tommy Davis, uh, the quarterback, who's really really improving, as we've been talking about on every game, how impressed we are. And I'm really looking forward to him throughout this uh, season into next season. I don't, don't want to look too far ahead, but um, this team does have talent with running backs uh, Rosanio and uh, you know Hamilton, Vesco, and People on defense like uh, Corey Binder. Power, Parker Moss. Yeah, so Binder on the offense. Binder side as of well, yes. So that I mean that's that's all there and in place. Uh, as you mentioned, don't want to look too far ahead as there's still plenty of season left here to go. Uh, PIAA playoffs uh, not out of reach for teams that are seven and five or six and six or you know eight and four, which is still attainable for Marple Newtown at this point because uh, they the rest of their schedule does begin to. You know, favor them in certain aspects of it. Uh, as some teams like Upper Darby are struggling this year, going forward, um, they you know Ridley's off the schedule this year. They do play Garnet Valley, which will be a very tough game, probably their toughest left. Yes, that'll be How, here at home. However, the next contest coming up is Haverford, which will be very difficult. A rivalry game between these uh, two programs for that has been around for a long time. Yeah. Uh, what do you expect going into it? And just talk a little bit about when you played Haverford and and the sentiment sentiment that went into the game. Um, yeah, Greg, uh, well, first of all, Tigers have to put this loss behind them. Um, they can't dwell on it. It's really disheartening when you don't score any points, especially when you're in territory to score some points. 
Um, but they got to put it behind them. And going into Haverford, it's a rivalry right down the road. Um, they're always good games, good matchups. Remember playing them my senior year. Um, a lot of these guys you know growing up playing uh, Pee Wee football with them. But um, you know, you, you want to play for pride. You want to go out there, and you know, two and three is a lot better than being one and four. So I expect Marple to be out, go out there, and Coach Johnson have these kids ready because Marple kids, um, Marple teams, as Coach Johnson's been here for um, since 2003, they've always come out no matter what the record was. Uh, they come out and they play hard. My senior year, we started out 0-5, Greg. Um, but you could never tell by, you know, the expression on the coach's face. They always kept you motivated and ready to go. And we ended up sending in 6-6. Six and six. So this team can't be disheartened. they got to keep playing. And you said, playoffs are out of the question with this new format with eight teams making the playoffs. So team's got to put this behind them, go out next week to Haverford, and get a win. And uh, just mentioning Haverford, there's an op- there's a chance that this uh, we may cover the game live. Uh, still trying to work out the details. If that's a possibility, stay tuned to MarpleNewtownFootball.com for more information on that. Uh, with with the end of this one, as we wrap it up here, you can read more about this game and get coverage of the entire 2012 season on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Like us on Facebook at MarpleNewtownFootball and follow us on Twitter at at MN Tigers. Next week, the Tigers will travel to Haverford High School for a 7 p.m. kickoff on Friday, September 28th in Havertown, Pennsylvania, when the Tigers take on the forwards of Haverford High School. Coverage of the game will be provided by www.marblenewtownfootball.com. Color commentator and engineer tonight, Steve Reynolds, statistician Sam Snyderman, game clock operator Frank Rufo, head football coach Ray Junta, assistant principal and athletic director Dennis Reardon, executive producer Jim Alsman. For Jim Allsman, Steve Reynolds, and Sam Snyderman, I'm Greg Pecco. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network, powered by EasyStream on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network, powered by EasyStream, and heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the Tigers Radio Network has been brought to you by the Advanced Chiropractic Center, the Monroe Agency of Allstate Insurance, Burlap and Bean, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, The Philly Pretzel Factory, Sprawl Lanes, and Zach's Hamburgers. Be sure to follow us online at MarpleNewtownFootball.com, on Facebook at MarpleNewtownFootball, and on Twitter at MNTigers. The Marple Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers!